0: Morning, afternoon, middle of day, during the work hours, everyone. This is Billy Ray Mitchell from Atlanta in his not so humble abode. We'll get into that in a few minutes. And Patrick Finn from Arlington, Virginia. Pat, I did see you the other day. We were both in Blacksburg this weekend. How are you, my friend?
1: We're doing great, Bill. It's good to have you. It's good to talk to you over this uh, over this internet connection. Happy Monday night. It's uh. It's February third. Kendall Fuller sealed the Super Bowl last night, so that was awesome. It's a it's a former classmate, Bill. That's a former teammate for you.
0: It was big time to see. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie here. I was on my way back from Blacksburg. I caught the last eight minutes of the Super Bowl and I watched the halftime show from a Love's gas station in South Carolina. And these folks, I mean. This must have been the most interesting thing that they've seen in the last six months eyes were glued to the television mouths were wrapped around arby's sandwiches and just absolutely foaming at the mouth uh at this performance so uh driving back from blacksburg um for those of you that don't know or haven't read the title we have an exclusive interview with oscar bradburn uh at the end of this episode it was a ton of fun we enjoyed every second of it um you absolutely don't want to miss that Um, so we had a blast doing that. Um, Pat, there's a elephant in the room. Actually, there's a squirrel in the room. Let's talk about why I made the trip to Blacksburg this weekend. Originally, it was supposed to be a Pat Finn thing, heading down, watching the Florida State game. But I came back from LA at two o'clock in the morning on Sunday night or Monday morning. And I'm greeted with dirt, I'm greeted with broken glass, I'm greeted with uh, disaster in in my apartment. And I'm like, what is going on? I must have gotten robbed. So I'm like, you know what? Let me put my stuff down, figure it out, take a deep breath, maybe, you know, wash lavarse los manos and try to figure this out. So I go over to my bed and it smells, you know, for lack of better terms, like dead people or dead things. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> What is that? So I peel back the covers of my bed to unpack my bag, and under the covers is a decaying, yes, squirrel, had burrowed itself into my pillows. Um, It had fallen through the ceiling, lived in my room, decided this is how I'm going to die. After digging through his garbage, he has nothing. After digging through his garbage disposal, he has nothing. And breaking everything on his counter, he decided to snuggle up where I lay my head at night and um, go quietly into that night. So that is what happened. And then I was like, you know what? Leasing agency, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. Coming to Blacksburg and meeting my good friend, Pat. So, Pat, it was a pleasure to see you. Not necessarily the circumstances I like, but it was a pleasure.
1: It's quite a story, Billy. Was this like a – was this like the the squirrel from Ice Age? I think Scrat is his name, or was, was this like a uh, was this like a Sandy cheek squirrel? Like a kind of like a cuddly one that sings songs about Texas. Fill us in about this uh, this rodent. I
0: gotta say, he or she
1: um, was a warrior. I mean,
0: she she or he did everything that he or she could have to find ways to eat. Uh, he or she was eating my blinds, um, knocking stuff over. As I said. Took the cap off of my uh, garbage disposal and just went through my garbage disposal eating old bell peppers and whatever the heck else is down there. Um, but um, needless to say, if you are a lawyer or seeking a roommate in Atlanta, I am seeking that as well. I hate every second of it and I'm seeking immediate expulsion from this lease. So, suggestions or anything. Would be greatly appreciated. Um, so that uh, that was that. Shout out to P- my PMSI uh, if they were here, I would have loved to give them a call to uh, do some exterminating and some clean up here. But alas, unavailable in Atlanta.
1: So yeah, Jay, we might we might need the uh, Atlanta branch to open up soon for uh, for Billy here. You have your but first yeah. customer. <laughs> exactly. Fun weekend in Blacksburg though. I like to go down for a basketball game uh, every year. And this was the first experience we got to uh, see the Mike Young era yeah. in action. And Castle was popping. Mm-hmm. It was packed. The whiteout looked good. The student section did a great job. The castle guard did a great job of the whiteout. Uh, ran into some friends in Castle. Saw Bryce and Macy. Ran into Beth Barnes and the crew. Stoley Martini and mm-hmm. Amy. Bill, tell us about running into Beth Barnes and the uh, the Nolly t-shirt gang.
0: It's always a pleasure. Um, and uh, Beth was saying this on Twitter. It's great to meet some of these people on Twitter and find out, hey, they're awesome human beings. And they are absolutely awesome human beings. Got a chance to meet Cash as well. Um, shout out to Cash. would love to get him on for a score prediction in the future. Um, we also met a legend sneaking on by and Pat goes, what? Is that a bird? Is that a plane? It's Diablo Fan Account. Making his Diablo
1: way. Diablo Fan Account. Rocking the custom Diablo number eight jersey. Making his way to meme. his
0: seat. Um, <laughs> asked him if he had any memes coming up and he just told us, just wait on it. So there's some more stuff coming, uh, coming our way, but Hokey Twitter was loud, proud, and visible in Castle Coliseum, in front of the recruits. We had a huge football recruiting um, recruiting weekend uh, in terms of other things that I did when I was down there. Had the chance to attend Big Squad Friday, had the chance to attend Colorado's. It's the one day of the year where Big Squad Friday and Colorado falls on the same day. Extreme, one of the hardest days of the year, but I gotta say, I, I put out a tweet about it and I won't harp on it, but I love this team. Uh, everybody's bought in the energy and the excitement uh, surrounding Um, you got to understand this is one of the hardest things that you're going to do all year. And they attacked it and they dominated it. And um, it was great talking to strength coaches, talking to coach Fuente. um, The position coaches were getting back uh, on Saturday from the road. Um, Give you some insight into their life. They spend three weeks basically in a row away from their families, away from the team, away from where they live, Um, renting cars, you know, living in hotels to to get the best talent to come to Virginia Tech so big shout out to them and um you know it's hard to wrap your brain around how you know exhausting something like that must be and then you come right back and coaching football breaking down film and getting ready for spring ball but alas we're here to talk about basketball for a couple minutes Pat aside from the crowd what stood out to you in this game here this weekend
1: so it, we were off to a very interesting start in this basketball game. You know, some some of this sloppier, sloppier basketball we've seen this year, and it it hasn't been a uh, a very neat year. You know, we've 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 had our ups and downs. Uh, you know, the Syracuse game at Castle, the Boston College game, the Miami game. You know, we've we've had uh, had some bumps in the road, and this uh, introduction to this Florida State game was no different. Uh, that first you know, eight or so minutes. Neither team could buy a basket. Teams were turning, you know, we were turning it over. We couldn't really get anything going on the offensive end. And uh, Florida State couldn't either. We were playing tremendous defense in that first eight minutes. And then we started to kind of find our rhythm uh, down the stretch at the end of the first half. And a lot of that is attributed to Mr. Hunter Couture, That was kind of a. I want to say that um, Saturday's game was Hunter Couture's uh, coming out party for uh, ACC play. Um, He hit a couple threes at the end of the first half. uh, Had a couple uh, layups as well, and uh, you know, really was the offensive spark that we needed towards the end of the first half. um, You know, since some of the other folks, uh, you know, weren't really producing. But really, you know, my highlights from this game. Uh, if if we're gonna zoom out and just you know my my three main takeaways was that Castle was absolutely rocking. Love going to a game at Castle. If 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 you are really only you know a person who goes down for football games in the fall, uh, you know maybe make one or two pilgrimages to Blacksburg a year. I definitely suggest uh, you know looking at the calendar and saying hey let's pick a basketball game to go to every single year because Castle Coliseum is a very tough place to play and it's a lot of fun it was also very hot in there and that's you know something that we all know castle it's old you know you got the fans up top um trying to create some airflow but uh it was absolutely rocking so number one castle was rocking number two hunter couture's coming out party and also tyrese radford was also outstanding again he had a great game he was creating opportunities. He, he he's you know he's really the only guy on the team who can really uh, be super effective while driving, and um, he played tremendously. And then number three, Naheem Alain's dunk oh, was Oof. you know it, that might have been the loudest I've ever heard. Castle Coliseum in one instance, that place the roof blew off. After that dunk, he just went up. He had no fear. He's like, I'm taking this guy on. I'm throwing it down. And then he came down hard on, like, his shoulder or his elbow. Mm-hmm. But uh it was absolutely absurd. Bill, what were your highlights from Saturday?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the things that stuck out the most to me were um, the beginning of the game reminded me a lot of NC State last year where neither team could get anything going. And I was actually pretty impressed with our defense early. Um, and um, we went into half down six. But the problem was we weren't able to establish any type of identity on offense. It wasn't happening for Nolly. Uh, it wasn't happening for Beattie. It wasn't happening for Horn. And, and Horn, you know, a lot of these players are so young that they, and they haven't really dealt with this yet until this last stretch is they don't really know how to how to make stuff happen when they're not actively trying to score, when they don't have it. So what really came down to is everyone would just give Tyrese Radford the ball with six seconds left uh, on the shot clock, and he would just be like, well – I'm gonna put my head down. I'm gonna go into the lane, and I'm either gonna get fouled or I'm gonna get a bucket. And um, he actually did a pretty, pretty damn good job at it. So, um, but that was the most frustrating part. Is, is is is? Let's not get lost in the fact that Florida State is absolutely one of the best teams in the country. Florida State has a good chance. You know, for my money, will be a one or two seed in March Madness. But um, the there were several opportunities that we had after the dunk, after a couple big threes where you know you had a chance if you get one more bucket like it's going to be a ball game again and credit to Florida State they got down ran a set and were able to get buckets and and, and kind of nip that right in the bud every time it felt like the momentum may be swinging so that's a well coached team we're a young team Um, but over these next couple games we really have to find a rhythm and find a way to get the ball into the paint Uh, and um, just find ways to score when when it it dries up Um, a lot of people were confused or irritated with uh, with uh, Cone's minutes you have to understand when you're trying to come back in a game with 4 minutes left, 5 minutes left um, Cone is a liability on defense and um, you know you, you just can't have him out there for long stretches because they're going to go to the well every single time and, and get a bucket so it was more so about stopping them from scoring than it was anything else so that was what I kind of saw there but um, hopefully we can figure it out uh, it's easy to get frustrated in this in this stretch here, but you have to remember that we already have drastically overachieved um, from what the bar was at, but excited to see how we uh, move forward from that. And shout out to the women's basketball team. Just keeps winning, keeps doing the thing, which has been exciting to watch. VT Wrestling beat uh, Virginia in the Commonwealth Clash, which was awesome to see. And uh, we have VT Women's Lacrosse. Shout out to them, the Sons of Saturday, starting up very soon. And uh, Virginia Tech baseball as well, um, right around the corner. Um, I think that just about covers all our bases, Pat. Um,
1: do we have well, any Bill, letters? Bill, we, we got to talk about softball and tennis too. For I mean, sure. Are some, some spring sports that uh, we'll have to – might have some interviewees come on. Um, so that will be exciting. And, yeah, just to confirm or uh, just to retweet Bill there, Sons of Sung. John Sung is the uh the head coach of the women's lacrosse team. So you could either go you could spin it two ways. You could say songs of Saturday or Sons of Sung. Either way, Hokie Women's lacs are ranked in the top twenty-five preseason and they kick off their season on February eighth. So uh we love Hokie's Lacrosse and uh Sons of song right there. Tip it for
0: you, I'll, I'll, uh, just in case you have your calendars out, VT Women's Lacrosse does play Virginia the Thursday before the spring game. So something to, something to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, but Pat, let's get into these uh, letters from the lunch pail here. What do we have waiting for us?
1: Yeah, so we, got, we do have some letters filling up this pail here. And before we jump into this, Phil, what, where do good friends go?
0: Good friends went to Sharky's this past weekend, what a time, shout out to Kyle Spatz, shout out to endless pitchers of Bud Lat, it was a good time, and we had a blast this weekend at the Shark Tank, um, we love Shark Tank, we love Sharky's, had some wings, um, that are keto because they're dry rub, um, so a- absolutely love Sharky's. Had a great time. Some of the best memories of the weekend at Sharky's. Uh I can't, I can't stamp that enough, Pat.
1: Stamp it. Oscar Bradburn also loves Sharkies. You will hear him in a couple minutes uh, talk about some of his favorite foods. But let's get into it. Billy Ray Mitchell, which dunk was better? This is submitted by Christopher Givens. Radford against Wake Forest or Naheem Alain versus Florida State?
0: You can go one of two ways here the Aline dunk we were about six rows up uh, on that side of the court shout out Bryce chalkley uh, and saw it live and then but we lost the Aline I'm sorry the Radford dunk was in a win but saw it on TV I'm gonna go with the Aline dunk just from hearing how loud Castle was and being there uh, but they were <laughs> they were they were both awesome I'm really hoping that we can see this team. Have more of a head down mentality and attack the rim, um, and have more moments uh, uh, like that. We certainly need them when uh, shots aren't falling. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote a lean. What about you?
1: I'm also gonna lean toward Aline lean. Ooh, um, ooh. You know, from seeing it live, but also, you know, he's a three point shooter. We love seeing him uh, line up from behind the arc and drain it. Seeing him, you know, attack the rim just like you said, like that, and get a two, and do it with authority like that is incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, the Radford dunk, we're going to be talking about that for years to come. Sometimes great plays in losses are overshadowed, um, like like Naheem Alain's dunk. So, you know, we got we to gotta bring it to the light, and hopefully it'll be on some, uh, <clears throat> some hokey vision highlights uh, over the next few years. <clears throat> All right, Eric Barnes. Has the basketball team hit the wall, and what does Coach Young need to do to change it up? I think they, as we discussed,
0: I think they are hitting a wall. Um, I think what it comes down to is sh- again, shots aren't falling right now. Um, we've been horrible from the uh, from the free throw line, which is which is obviously hurt, and uh, the identity of our team early—a team that knocks down threes and doesn't turn the ball over—the the narrative is kind of flipped. So what we need to do is, in, in my opinion, I'm no I'm no I'm no Coach Godovia. Um, but I think we need to get back to the basics, run some sets, uh, get the ball into the paint, even though we are undersized, try to get teams into foul trouble. Um, when the shots aren't falling, we can't just keep hoisting them up, um, without trying something different. It's the definition of insanity, but, um, you got to have them respect the paint or they're just going to run you off the three point line all day. So that's my, uh, synopsis of it.
1: Yeah, I think, uh. With a guy like Ojiaka, who's so green and really hasn't played that much basketball, and definitely hasn't played at this level, you got to give these guys some time. Um, and I think once we get some size into the program, obviously that's you know a whole year away, it's going to change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, with with what Coach Young has done, with what we have, is uh, pretty exceptional. And I think you know, with our uh, with our schedule coming up here, you know, we got a game against Georgia Tech. Uh, tomorrow night, Tuesday night at seven. I'll be there, and that's a big bou- big bounce back opportunity. Billy will be there if you're an Atlanta Hokey. Hit him up because he'll be in attendance. Um, but yeah, I uh, I think there's a lot of basketball to be played, so you know don't uh, don't cash in your chips yet on this team. Agreed. Okay, we got uh, we got Greg Reef VT at VT Sweet G. He says, what are the new restaurants or developments in Blacksburg? if you haven't been in a couple of years one thing i'm gonna jump on this real quick zaxby's zaxby's is in the place of the old burger king which is uh up kind of like up on north main uh, by substation right there zaxby's is incredible i had never had zaxby's until they put it in i think my senior year um zaxby's is awesome cookout i don't know how long cookout's been there but uh, if you haven't been to Blacksburg in a decade i'm sure i don't think it's that old (laughs) I'm gonna
0: shoot you straight, Pat. I'm um, I'm out on Zaxby's. You got a Chick Fil A in town. There's no reason to get Zaxby's. Sorry about that, but it is a new establishment.
1: Um, what else we got? You yeah, uh, know, Jersey Mike's. I'm a big Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. guy. That's that's a chain, another chain. But uh, I I go there very frequently. Uh, the Billy, bar. any uh, any.
0: The wine, the wine bar opened, but I'm not sure how many of you have taken world regions. But the uh, teacher, Professor Boyer, uh, opened up a wine Non-boyer. bar, which is pretty cool. Uh, if I'm being honest, I like the wine deals, but I'm not huge on the food. Um, but if you're looking to, you know, sit back, sip some Chardonnay, um, you know, to uh, see what it's like to uh, maybe hang out in Charlottesville on a Monday or Tuesday night, uh, head on over there and throw back a couple,
1: a uh, couple glasses of Chardonnay. Um, so there's the wine bar, the new, uh, the, there's a new, like, I think it's a Korean barbecue slash Mexican place Mm -hmm. taking the place of big Al's and poor Billy's. That was actually, I thought it was supposed to open this past weekend. It's opening next weekend. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the rumor. Mm -hmm. I don't know too much into that, but, uh, RIP big Al's. One last shout out. There's a
0: new, there's a new spot called VT, um, Oh man, it's kind of like a second time around type deal, or Mr. Throwback. It's all vintage apparel uh, that just opened up uh, by where by on the same side of the street as 310 Rosemont. Um, but go check that out. They have some really cool stuff. I went and got a, a Budweiser branded American flag hat for 10 bucks. Uh, they had an Atlanta Olympics hat, a really cool varsity jacket that wouldn't fit over me five years ago uh over there so um that's a cool spot as well but other than that i can't really can't really think of anything else right now
1: yeah last plug alumni hall down by first in Main. oh and the cinnable cinnable at first in Main. i Who think that knows actually...
0: what is that even branded anymore i feel like it changes every every
1: it's something else yeah. i don't know what it is but there's a bowling alley there's a movie theater there's an arcade and there's a bar and restaurant it's really great it's a great facility and uh yeah. I think I think they bring bring recruits there, mm-hmm. um, which is a great place <clears throat> to bring recruits. Uh, the Cinnable and Alumni Hall, Alumni Hall is, in my opinion, the best place to get your game day gear. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool cool stuff at Alumni Hall. Um, they did redo the bookstores as well. Both Volume Two and the University Bookstore um, have been have gotten a, fa- a, uh, a facelift. So, cool developments in Blacksburg.
0: Absolutely. We got any more uh, any le- any other letters here?
1: Best thing to get from DX. I like the wraps, uh, but it's been a minute since I've been to DX. Connor Dixon, how you doing? Connor Dixon was the Hokey Bird. Shout out Connor. Connor. Clause Seventeen.
0: Do they have large talons? Um Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on the uh, on the wraps for sure. I used to get French fries in mine and chicken uh, tenders. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna double down on the wraps.
1: <laughs> we got a couple more questions here, Grant Watson. Uh, Grant, this is an awesome question. We're gonna put it on next week's episode because I know Grayson and our special guest for next week, John Yetzi, uh, director of on-campus recruiting, Who? Uh, would love to answer that as well. Um, John Larock, the Thread Man. Are any of you guys super sp- superstitious on game day for routines and clothes? I like to wear. Uh, a jersey for the first game of the year and if we win in that jersey I keep on wearing it so this past year uh for the Boston College game I bought one of those uh Marcus Vick jerseys with the the orange sleeve and I wore it to the game and we lost so I don't think I'm ever going to wear that one again. Bill, what about you, man? Um
0: I guess I don't drink I don't drink liquor before games. I go beer only, I guess. I don't really know if that's a tradition. Um yeah, I just like to enjoy Virginia Tech football. I don't really have a, I don't really have a tradition. Um, I'm just watching the damn game. Uh, but Oscar Bradburn in the interview does go over his pregame routine. It involves almonds and and headphones and oatmeal. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a lot. You can uh, you can hear about Oscar Bradburn's pregame routine uh, on the interview coming up here next.
1: Kevin Finn, what do you guys think of the ESPN 30 for 30 on Michael Vick? Surprise, Ricky Bustle got all the interviews and not Coach Beamer. Bill, you didn't get to watch that, did you?
0: I have not. I have not, so I, I cannot answer that.
1: I thought it was very well done. I'm excited for part two coming out on Thursday on ESPN. Um, I don't know. I think Coach Beamer probably was asked to interview, and maybe he had a conflict, maybe it wasn't lined up with the schedule. I'm not really sure, but I, I – I think Bleacher Report did a, uh, a Michael Vick documentary a couple years ago, like three or four years ago, and Coach Beamer was in that one, so maybe he was like, I've already done one of these. Uh, can't really tell you too much into that one, but uh, yeah, really pumped about the uh, 30 for 30 part two coming out on Thursday. Bill, closing thoughts here, going into this Bradburn interview.
0: Um, enjoy it. We had a, a ton of fun doing it. Um, really appreciate, um, A, the athletic department, letting us uh letting us interview oscar and really appreciate oscar taking some time out of his day to chop it up so it it was a lot of fun um and i think y'all are going to really enjoy it
1: yeah shout out athletic department wit mr babcock great running into you back behind stadium woods that was hilarious
0: absolutely everybody enjoy this interview and uh we will be back with you next week with john Yetzi.
1: All right, now talk everybody. Everybody's talking. We're talking away from the microphone. All right, let's try this. Everybody talk now. Everybody talk now. We're talking now. Okay. Hello. All right, one more time. Everybody's talking. Hello, everybody. Good to see
0: you.
2: Everybody. Try to match the tone, Pat. You're like screaming. Right here, casual voice. Like, talk. Talk. Are you you the one that's saying inside voices right now? (laughs)
0: Excuse me. Could you tell me how to get to the medical school? I'm supposed to be doing a lecture in about 20 minutes and my driver's a bit lost.
2: You go straight ahead and uh, you make the left over the bridge.
0: That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey?
2: Austria. Austria? (laughs) Well then, (laughs) good day, mate. Let's put
1: another shrimp on the barbie! All right, all right. For those of you not familiar with that clip, it, the clip snippet, whatever we just played back, that was Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey, scene in the limo. G'day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie! we're putting we're putting multiple shrimps on multiple bobbies right now because we have the oscar bradburn with us this morning on the suns oscar good day
2: mate good day mate how you doing (laughs) it's good to be here Great. We're doing great. Yeah. This that, was, is, that was a great introduction as well. It was a great introduction. One of the movies you have to watch. I've added to the
0: list of the Big Lebowski's and all. Mm-hmm. Um, as we kind of do our American American culture influx, learning more about America as we go, and that leads to leads me to ask. Everybody wants to know what this transition's been like. You come here over from Australia.
2: Never had been to America before you got here. Uh, I had been once uh, with five other guys for my program. We did like a, a little trip around the states. Okay, and, uh, we I got to see a lot of the South. Um, and we did we did it like our officials mm-hmm. as we went by around the states, and that was with all your buddies. Yeah, that was a great month. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> Took my official to uh, to Michigan. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the Chris
0: Partridge connection, which okay. we yes. always we always love to we always love to harp on there. Um,
2: and what, what schools did you visit? So we started at USC. Okay. And then we flew over uh, and we saw Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend that plays there now. Um, and then we drove up through Ohio, went to Ohio State, Michigan. Ah, the Midwest. Yep. <laughs> then flew down and we saw LSU, uh, Houston, Texas, um, and I want to say Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. Yeah. So you never you never visited Tech before you came you came to you came to campus as a student. No, I uh, Google imaged everything I could work out. Oh wow. No, no way. Yeah, that's that's how much trust I uh, I kind of had to give in that is uh, this whole process. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, never got an official, but um, yeah, I'm well, here now. <laughs> well, I can't
0: imagine. I can't imagine if even if you were given the official. How long is that flight from? From Australia to Roanoke
2: Well, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I flew from uh, Sydney to LA, and that's, um, I want to say that's 14 or 15 hours, mm-hmm. I can't remember. And then I flew from LA to DC, which was, I want to say another, ooh, might be... Five and a half? Five and a half, yeah. six, yeah. probably. And then I flew from there to Roanoke, which was like another hour, hour and a half. Um, and then I had to... Yeah, I had to bus it by myself. The first bus ride from Roanoke Airport to Blacksburg, uh, when I was before I was a freshman, I guess. Was right. the scariest experience of my life. What was it snowing? What was, the, what, what was no, it? No, that was when the realization that I oh, okay. I am in this I'm in on this journey by myself mm-hmm. right now. Like, and yeah, everything was starting and. I had to you know become my own man essentially <laughs> and 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 what was what so what was that like you show up to uh you show up to college and the, the story that
0: I always tell is that this was probably your fourth or fifth week on campus maybe a little longer than that probably like your sixth or eighth week on campus and uh and spring ball is about to start and mm-hmm. we had gone through Colorado's we had gone through everything and um you're over there packing up your bag and everybody's obviously going home right. uh for we get a week off and uh, I go over there, and I'm like, oh, let me see what uh, let me see what the new Australian guys up to over here. You know, <laughs> he's packing up this backpack brand I've never seen on this Quicksilver t-shirt. Phillip Long, yeah, Bella <laughs> Bong. I'm like, let me see what he's doing. So I'm like, hey man, you're like, hey, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh. and um, and I'm like, so what are you doing uh for for like winter break? Are you going with uh, you like going somewhere? And he's like, I'm gonna be here in Blacksburg, mate. I'm like, well, nobody's gonna be here in Blacksburg, so just put your stuff in your bag, go to New York, and Credit where credit is due, had the best bagel that you've ever
2: had, correct? I did. It was awesome. It was what good. was it, Taylor Ham?
0: Taylor okay. Ham, egg and oh, cheese oh, with, some,
2: uh, with some and ketchup. Brought, and yeah, we also got like a soup with something. <laughs> Matzo ball soup. It was Matzo delicious. ball soup, yes. Pride of the uh,
0: yeah. diners of New Jersey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine um, picking up and, and moving anywhere and then starting your, your, your college career and, and meeting all these new people. Um, I mean... Had. do you have any questions kind of just about the adjustment that it, that it must have been to just change scenes, change cultures, change environments?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, like, what was it like learning a new language? Was that, was that different? Was that a tough,
2: a tough environment for you? I'll tell you what, the Southern accent is one that's hard to understand. <laughs> and going back and forth with Southern people when I first got here, was very difficult. <laughs> and you know what the worst part is? The hardest thing for me to say is my name. Because I say Oscar. Right. And everyone's like, Austin, Oscar. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And then they're like, <laughs> I'm like, I have to do the American accent. I'm like, oh, it's Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that again? That's Oscar Bradburn. It's <laughs> awful. I can't say my name and nobody understands when I say it. Oscar. Yeah, oh, weird. man. That's <laughs> wild.
0: What about, uh? so when you came over, how much exposure did you have to um like american music american movies american basically anything were you watching football over in australia
2: i had just gotten into football um when i started getting recruited and i was like i should probably learn a bit about this game before i come over right <laughs> <laughs> and make it my life uh, right so i'd i'd i watch uh, a few games and stuff and I, i'd enjoy it they got to be on at like five in the morning right? very early right. i'd usually just youtube them because okay. i didn't want to get up that early okay. and i didn't have to anyway right. um but yeah, I mean most of the time though I I followed AFL back home. So mm-hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. I'm still learning the game. Like right. there's a lot I don't know. You were telling me the other day about like different coverages and stuff that I had no idea about, <laughs> you know? Yeah. We did pass interference
0: questions and yeah. why is this happening, why is that happening? But um yeah, so so when you're going through this 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 camp, can you kinda of tell us a little bit about this Australian kicking camp? Um that go what happens over there? Just have a- so
2: yeah, it's 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 called Pro Kick uh, Australia, and it's like an academy for punters. Okay. Um, when I was there, there was only about 12 of us, um, and now it's grown to like about 60. So, uh, I moved to Melbourne, which is where it's based, mm-hmm. from Sydney, and that was the, the first big adjustment. kind of, Right. In my life, How
1: though? far is Melbourne? A from Sydney? 10-hour
2: drive. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was quite far away. Um, and so yeah, that was a big adjustment in itself. Um, and then so we'd work out every day, it was usually started like with a lift in the morning. I used to weigh like, as you know, 170 pounds. Yeah. Now I'm chubby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'd have to get up every day, bright and early. I think it was 5.30 wake ups for a six o'clock lift. And then uh, by about nine o'clock we'd be uh, on the field punning. and uh, yeah. And who's... That was who, my life for a year. And, and who else was in... I remember you saying that, like, Brad Wing used to... Uh, no, so uh, Brad Wing it was not, but okay. he was the first Australian punter at LSU. And there's uh, been a long okay. line of punters at LSU that have okay. been Australian.
0: So who else, has, who else
2: has gone to this camp that we may know or who plays elsewhere? So, actually, to tonight, Mitch is playing for the 49ers. Okay. Uh, he was in the program uh, a little bit before my time. Michael Dixon, who's a pro bowler... Uh-huh. Uh, we actually uh, grew up pretty close to each other we were um, both in the Swans Academy uh, for AFL mm-hmm. okay um, um, Jordan Berry was one of the first he's uh, the partner at the Pittsburgh Steelers okay um, he was the first one in pro kick. he was wow. the uh, the original guy
1: <laughs> and then like you got Hed- it, was, it was Hedley and then the guy yeah, like, Hedley Lewis at Hedley. Miami
2: yeah all well, the, t- the tatted up guy yeah, he's <laughs> awesome he's a good laugh um, wow the Ray Guy Award winner this year, Max Duffy, uh, he's awesome. Resulti. Ah, oh, don't be. He deserves it. Um, <laughs> hung out with him quite a bit in Charlotte. Uh, mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. But, yeah, just anywhere you go, any school, usually there's been one or there is about to be or there is, you know. Right. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Now, um, what I want to ask you is you were Google Imaging Virginia Tech. You, know, <laughs> you had communications with them, um, but you'd never been on campus. Like, what was your perception of Virginia Tech without knowing anything about it, you know, way before your first time on
2: campus? Military school. I was like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, I, I, I got to be honest with you, I did not know a lot about Virginia Tech before I came here. I, I had to bite the bullet and do it because I was done living in Melbourne and waking up at 5.30 every day for Lyft. And, you know, I came over here and I woke up <laughs> at 5 it? o'clock anyway. <laughs> <just> for a <laughs> run anyway. So. So, yeah, it's, it's funny how life works, but <laughs> it is.
0: It is, but then, but then, so you show up, and and what what has it become, right? So, so as you look back on your career, entering entering your senior year, um, just kind of dive into you know your favorite memories that um, you've had. First, starting with off of the field, right? So you come here, know nobody. You've obviously carved out this life for yourself. What has uh, what have you improved upon? What have you learned? What have, what has changed about Oscar Bradburn since moving here?
2: Well, I think the I think the first thing I should say about that is. The biggest difference, and you'll you'll know this as well, is the people in Blacksburg are so friendly mm-hmm. compared to, you know, big cities and stuff, sure. like where I'm from. I'm right. from Sydney, which is a huge city, one of the biggest in the world, right? The most expensive anyway. And um, yeah, just the people in Blacksburg are very, very friendly. So that was the first kind of thing that hit me, mm-hmm. was like a, a bit of a culture shock. I was like, wow, everybody's, you know, like Southern hospitality, everyone's sure. like really, really nice. And right. Mm-hmm. So... That was the biggest difference for me. Mm-hmm. And then I think just all the friends I've made along the way. You know, right. like, I think my second or third day, I was just in the locker room about to go on a lift, and Carl Chung was sitting there and he's like, Hey, you Australian? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, Oh, come and hang out with me this weekend. I was like, <laughs> I was like Okay, <laughs> let's do it. So, no, just a lot of the, the kind of the bonding and stuff that's going on has been mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And what is, uh, what is your, like, to dive into that, what is your favorite? What's your favorite off the field moment
0: at Virginia Tech? Whether it be you know something that y'all do or something that uh, <sighs> you question. an
2: experience, and uh, your favorite on the field moment at Tech. Well, off the field, there's a lot, so let's start with on the field. <laughs> okay, um, I think on the field, my favorite moment would be the win against UVA in overtime last year. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Brian kicking that field goal. Right. Yeah, that's and you awesome. holding it. Yeah, well, I, yeah I, I take a lot of pride in that. Give, us, <laughs> give yourself some credit. Laces right, out, yeah, great job. Yeah, I, out. I love, I love when Brian hits a big time field goal. I gotta say goal. another mo- another yeah. moment that uh, that was exciting was
0: after we beat uh, UNC this year in six overtimes. Mm-hmm. Nobody saw this because everybody was watching the other end zone where everybody was running. <laughs> you take you take off with your helmet on. You run over and uh, before running into the stands, you run and give. Give um, Whit Babcock a, a a bear hug and wrap your legs around Whit Babcock. Koala bear. And then you
1: <laughs> koala, hug, you koala bear, koala you koala
0: bear. bear hug uh, Whit Babcock, <laughs> jump off of him, give him a nice shove, and sprint up into the student section. Full, no, didn't even take his helmet off. Just runs into the student section. I think you were the only one that did it. Um, and then you ran back down and then ran to the other side of the field. And I just watched. That, I watched that whole. One. I can't find an image of it. The koala bear
2: hug is something that I, I was. i I'm, like, I'm almost glad nobody can find an image <laughs> of that. It, it sounds pretty embarrassing. No, oh, it's it awesome. awesome. He's the man. Um, he travels with us, as you know, to all of mm-hmm. our games and stuff. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's just one of the lads. Um, mm-hmm. But he's awesome. One of the lads. Uh, my first experience with Wit, I think, was in Orlando at that bowl game. Okay. We got to hang out at uh, the theme parks and stuff. And mm-hmm. He's just a big kid, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's and a big kid. A lot of people don't realize that,
0: and, that, and it doesn't really just stop with, um, with Mr. Babcock. Um, in general, the entire um, coaching staff and athletic department... Um, does a great job of being visible. There aren't a lot of schools where people are having conversations with their athletic director and knowing even who their athletic. Well,
2: that's director what I love is. about Witt so much is he, uh, he does that. He makes right. sure that that's he hears the players' I mean, voices and stuff. So yeah. absolutely, and that's the same with a lot of the coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What about what is like the capstone moment or
0: like the, the peak pinnacle moment of uh, of being a punter? And I'm going to tell you what there was one from the Pit game. Right, yeah. So you pin him down inside inside the five, yeah. And uh, Pat Pat Goofball Narduzzi uh, takes the penalty and says, "Let's make the let's make uh, the tattooed guy that, that can't speak English punny," <laughs> and uh, and you do it again, and you pin him inside the two. I did. And yeah. Is, is that what is, is that just
2: like the pinnacle of, of, of that or is well, it? Well, that was special. That <laughs> was kind of a bit of a yeah, in your face Pat Narduzzi moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was that was pretty special. I think. Um, Oh, I don't know if you'll remember this, but there was one that was a long time ago. I love when it's a team effort thing. Right. I love when it's like everybody gets a little bit of piece involved. of pie. Yeah. Right. And I think one of my favorite moments is my freshman year. It was the game of wore twenty five against North Carolina. Uh, we did like a rollout like uh, in the game? rain. No, 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 no. That was Duke. That was Duke. That this was the week before. We were wearing orange. Oh, okay. Um, and we did like a rollout like running like ball and. Um. Yeah, I, I managed to pin them at the one when Dion Newsom like slid around. That's right. Was, I that, do that, remember that. Was, this. That, was awesome. that was one of my favorites. I yeah. do remember that. And the Duke game as well. As you mentioned, it was like the the day off uh, Sorry, the week after. That was in the rain. Mm-hmm. That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
0: what is it? How do you handle kicking in conditions like that? We were talking about it on the way over here. How Blacksburg <laughs> a is an extremely windy, extremely windy environment. Yeah, um, you know, you go to North Carolina, the pick game this this
2: year was. a torrential downpour yeah um, how, how do hard. you adjust your game to to something like that well you gotta think about your priorities right really. you gotta think this isn't gonna be perfect this isn't gonna be the best day to punt sure um, I've gotta think about what's the best thing for the team mm. and so when we were playing pit and there was that torrential downfall like my mindset went from like let's go and win the Ray Guy award today, mm-hmm. to I've got to make sure I don't drop the ball and I've got to make sure it doesn't get blocked because I know that they're a block, block scheme team. They're going to come and try block me every mm-hmm. time instead of a return. Yeah. And so it's, it, it kind of just changes where your priorities lie. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's protecting the ball. It's get protecting the, ball out. the game. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Not goofing up and giving up seven points. You sure. Know what I mean? Now tell us
1: about your, uh, the special teams room. You, know, you got Coach Sheebus. Yeah. You got Brian. Like, give some shout-outs to the other guys. Yeah, some
2: characters. Sheebs is probably the most energetic. Uh, it took me about a month to understand what he was saying. <laughs> his uh, his accent and mine just couldn't really get there for a while. But we're good now. Uh, we're best buds. But um, no, the, the room's full of characters. You got John Parker Romo, who's JPR. Romo. yeah. <laughs> He's a different kind of cat, you know, like, and uh, you got Brian who like, you know, I've been bit, my best friends with Brian for three years now. So yeah, but full of characters. Absolutely. <laughs> As what, I imagine most specialist rooms across the country. Yes. Are. The bus
0: three, the bus three swag was always something that I was in. Bus three gang. Bus three yeah. gang. It yeah. has your own
2: handshake. Do your own thing. I know.
0: I know. Uh, so you guys have definitely carried on that tradition.
2: We, yeah. It's changed a little bit. It was Bust 3 Gang, it was Bust 3 Swag, and then it went back to Gang, and then I think it's now... Oh, I think it's Bust 3 Spec Gang or something like that. You guys, you guys are
0: workshopping
1: and getting ready for yeah. uh, getting ready for 2020.
2: Yeah. The team unit became a lot cooler than us, though, so... I don't know yeah. what to do. That's up for debate. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, speaking of 2020, we're getting excited. Me and Bill, Grayson. Yep. Grayson, we miss you, we wish you were here. We're getting real excited about 2020. Yep. And um, there's, you know, the fan base, mm-hmm. Twitter, the medias,
2: the boards, people yeah. are,
1: it's polarizing. It's a you know? wild place out there. It's a
2: wild place. <laughs> In yeah, that phone go. of yours. <laughs> yeah. It's a wild exactly. place. Yeah.
1: You as a player, you know, you, you can't feed too much into it, but you definitely see it.
2: Oh, yeah, you know, you try to avoid it, but it's there. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's there. Right, <laughs> right. And, and and that kind of leads me to,
0: to my next question that um, I, 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 I kept thinking about this. On my drive down here, and then and then obviously y'all are going, uh, or you went through uh, your second Colorado that you do after Big Squat Friday, and mm-hmm. and, and Coach Fuente runs those those, yep. those workouts, yep, and how rare is it that a, a head coach is running these workouts all day when he's got recruiting, got all this stuff to worry about? And I think one thing that uh, we've tried to do, need to do a better job of um Virginia Tech really needs to push more is who Coach Fuente is as a person, who the staff is, right? Right. because the loudest voices that we hear about who he is and who we think he is are either people that don't know him, looking from the outside and watching him for five minutes on his press conferences, or people that were obviously disgruntled and are no longer with the program. So, asking you, someone who was moved across the country, who has been given an opportunity to you know, make a life for themselves, has obviously worked out in, in uh, being a great person, being a great player, being a great representative of the school. If somebody asked you who is
2: Coach Fuente and who is this staff, how would you, how would you re- reply to that question? His perception in the media and stuff uh, is like, how he comes across to the media, yeah, sometimes it couldn't be any more different than how he's in person, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, but yeah, he's a very caring guy. I think what gets kind of lost in translation uh, to the people outside that just see the media and see, you know, the, the one dimension of everything is that in the world of like a transfer portal and transferring players and everything like that, Coach Fu is a very caring person for his players. That's all he cares about. Mm. And he he tells us that to, straight to our face every you know, almost every single day. Like Every decision he really makes every, like, every day is based around how much he cares about us. Right. Think that's, I think that's what gets lost in
0: translation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any, uh, any any stories about interactions with him? I'm sure that, you. I mean, you said you had to bite the bullet. I mean, what really led you to make the decision, like I'm moving to Blacksburg,
2: Virginia to punt footballs for Virginia Tech? We actually had a Skype call. A uh, Skype call? Yeah, okay. uh, me, Coach Fu, uh, my coach from back home, Nathan <laughs> Chapman, and uh-huh. Coach Shebest had right. a Skype call while okay. I was based in Melbourne. And it was breaking up the whole time and it was awful. And I was like, I can't understand what they're saying. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And next thing you know, I'm here. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was one funny interaction. Another one, um, there's, I'll tell, will tell another one that's funny and then another one that's kind of cool actually. Okay. Um, the funny one is it was the night before the game and me and Brian, uh, Like, we don't go to as many meetings as everyone else, so we get a bit bored, you know? Like, we're just hanging outside the rooms and stuff and just trying to, like, you know, just, like, relax and stuff. And we go around the corner, and there's these balloons there, right? (laughs) And Brian starts, like, untying them and sucking them in. (laughs) These helium balloons. (laughs) And out of nowhere, Coach Fu comes walking by and comes around the corner. So it's me, Brian and Coach Fu and we're sucking on helium balloons the night before a game and he walks past us and goes, sucking on helium balloons, huh? (laughs) And Brian takes it out of his mouth and says, didn't work in a high-pitched voice. (laughs) Uh, That was was a very, very funny moment. (laughs) But um, a really cool moment is uh, the game that we had against Marshall
0: Mm -hmm. uh, last year. It was,
2: a, it was an early game, it was 12 o'clock, and it was really weird conditions. I think you remember, it was, it was oh, yeah. foggy, it was cold. And so, when we have 12 o'clock noon games, we have to be up at like 6, like mm. 6.45 in the shower, go downstairs, continental breakfasts, you know, and then back to the rooms and meetings and all. So I'm standing there by myself, because for some reason I think I woke up like too early or something. Mm. And so I'm down there, I'm making like my little game day ritual you know oatmeal like raisins almonds oh, brown oh cheese oh wow okay love it okay wow. <laughs> and so i'm making my little like ritual <clears throat> is that the whole ritual just oatmeal raisins oh, almonds oh stop it you know how you know how in my head i get about all that stuff i'm the most ritualistic person you'll ever meet like well,
0: like how so, like what is what is I'm this ritual? so
2: ocd on very game superstitious. days yeah, okay. very superstitious have to sit in the same seat on the bus like talk to the same people oh, wow. like same interactions everything's got to flow I wonder why you didn't talk to me before game days is this because we just never my not been part of your routine or no like probably like, <laughs> I, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't say hello to the parents as I'm walking through the like I, I I force myself sometimes but I can't interact I've usually hokey walk is a is a I'm moving away from what I was trying to say and that is that Coach Fuente before the master game came up to me while I was making my oatmeal and everything and was right. like you're going to be important today so make sure you do a good job alright just be, relax and be yourself out there and mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was awesome because you know coaches and everyone they get it so in their head in, on game day and just for someone to say that to me was right. it meant a lot sure and it takes five seconds exactly and it's that's
0: awesome, yeah. and I mean, I it's just—it's great. It's just great to see how happy you are and how you know everything has worked
2: out. I mean, it, without a shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. it's been the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Yeah,
1: completely agree with you there. As far as I mean, me and Bill now, Grayson knows best decision of our lives is coming to Virginia Tech. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so stamp that. So Oscar, we're gonna run through a little bit of rapid fire. If you uh, if you listen to the the Suns archives, go back in the Suns archives. You can listen to Terrell Smith. And we did a little rapid fire with him. Big Hilarious. juice. Big juice. Big juice.
2: Jersey. Hell of a man.
1: Um, so we're just going to run through these. Kind of like the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh, give us what you got. All right?
2: Yep. Hit me. All Let's right. do it. Favorite movie? Ooh, The Departed.
1: Departed. Ooh, good pick. Right.
2: Awesome movie.
1: Favorite song out right now? Is it part of your ritual?
2: Ooh. Is uh, it the one you, oh, actually, it no, the one you I played it.
0: five times today? Shh,
2: Billy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I think my favorite song... Uh, actually, my game day song is, Ooh. um, what's it called? You know, Tongue Tied? Tongue Tied! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Tongue Tied. Are game... they an Australian band? Uh, group Love? Is that who it is? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they're an Australian band.
1: Australian shout-out, so, like, give us, like, your bands, your movies, your actors, your <laughs> famous
2: people. Oh, let's think, let's think. Hugh Jackman. Okay. Great uh, sure. Margot Robbie. <laughs> How could you forget? <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, that's I'm, oh, oh, I'm stumped. Why can't I think of anybody? There's a couple bands from Australia. Is Queen Australian? No, no. No, I don't think, no. Um, Crowded House is Australian. Crowded House is Australian. Um, yeah. Men at Work. Met at Work. Yes.
0: Dang. You're just so American now. I don't oh, know, yes, very American, I'm welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could be a citizen soon. Uh, favorite NFL
2: team? The one I enjoy I don't I don't follow a team, but the one I enjoy watching the most are the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, so I'm actually looking forward to tonight's game. It's okay. gonna be a lot of fun. We
1: got Kendall Fuller suiting up, so hopefully as yeah. well. I know. Love that. Funniest
2: guy on the team. Oh let me think, let me think, let me think. Taiwan Garbutt <laughs> He's very, very funny. One of the funniest guys we'll ever meet. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: Uh, favorite meal on and off campus?
2: Off campus, uh Sharky's wings. And tater tots What flavor? Uh, cold sweat dry rub. Oh, really good. I didn't even know that was a thing. Was like, yeah, yeah, you gotta try it. Are tri- cold, yeah. Sweat. Yeah.
1: cold sweat. If you weren't a punter, what position would you play? Because football is still very new.
2: If I grew up playing football, I, I probably would have tried quarterback. I feel like everybody tries quarterback. <laughs> okay. When they're growing up. Okay. Um, but if not, probably I would have dropped some weight and try to be a receiver. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you fast? Not fast. Good hands. Good hands, okay. Yeah, That's what it's right. I'll give myself that, I'm not fast though. Uh-huh. Gotta catch the ball and field ball every single time. Exactly. And spin it. Yeah. So laces out. Yeah. Um, One of the most underrated jobs there is, it's actually, it takes a while to learn how to do that. What's <laughs> the most challenging part about it? Uh, is the laces. If you get them completely back, like right. facing the other way, trying to get them around, sometimes you're just like, oh, it's, it's not gonna happen, I'm just gonna hold the ball. Right. Which has happened a couple times.
1: Uh, favorite late night snack.
2: <sighs> Benny's Benny's Pizza. Benny's Pizza. Oh, no, uh, we've
1: been having the uh, we've been having the Benny's versus DP
2: Doe argument all. Yeah, the uh, D P, yeah. P. doh's fine if you wanna you know, fork out like thirteen bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. Fair grape. Um, oh, they've got like sausage like slices now instead of like the sriracha sausage that they used to do. So I'm loving Benny's Randy. Okay. Okay. I can't I can't, I can't get enough, wow. yeah. yeah.
1: Alright. Uh, if you could own a single exotic animal as a pet, mm-hmm. what would it be?
2: <sighs> koala, bear.
0: koala bear. I kind of, you know, I wanted to write next to it, koala question mark to see if it could be koala <laughs>
2: yeah, bear. It's, yep, 100% my favorite animal. Do, okay. you, um,
0: do I hate snakes.
2: I hate snakes. <laughs> you have a snake on your forearm. <laughs> I know. It's cool. <laughs> it's
0: cool. <laughs> Respect. All right. I do hate snakes. Snakes are <laughs> horrible.
1: Um, so, koala bears. Can you domesticate them? Like, can you actually own them as no. a pet or no? No, you Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, favorite American restaurant?
2: Ooh, let's think. Um, ooh, I'm a mama PKs. PKs. Yeah. Love wow. What about more like chain? Like chain? Burger King, Chili's,
1: Outback. Waffle House. Waffle,
0: <laughs> Waffle House. Great answer. Love okay. Waffle Excellent House. answer. Yeah. Excellent
2: yeah. answer.
1: Um, have you been t- outside of, you know, traveling for for football have you been to any American cities just like to visit
2: yeah so I went and visited my dad in uh San Fran last sure. year mm-hmm. Loved that I thought yeah. it was awesome as it actually reminded me a lot of Sydney mm-hmm. which was kind of cool I was mm-hmm. like yeah underrated place that I've been is Pittsburgh really Pittsburgh's kind of cool I love Pittsburgh okay it's okay. really a gritty city yeah. yeah yeah wow Hinesfield sucks yeah well because everybody's having fun in Pittsburgh apparently <laughs> that's right
1: <Yeah. laughs> that's a very good point um favorite part about america
2: uh college it's got to be you know (laughs) like we don't have this system really in australia like it's not like you uh live on like a college campus it's like you just go to and from home home to university every day so i think like the way that the college system is set up in america is probably the my favorite part Mm. yeah what's your major marketing management
1: yeah, all right. That's yeah. what I was. Right. Yeah. What do,
2: you, what do you want to do after after punting footballs? Uh, I really want to go into advertising. You want to go into advertising? Yeah, I have a bit of a family background in advertising, so oh. uh, that'd be uh, kind of. I think that might be the path I go down. That's awesome. Cool. You guys classes awesome. with uh, Donna Worley? No, I know Donna. She's awesome. <laughs> I don't have classes with her on speak VT speak advertising. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. great. But the Donna Worley experience. Doctor
0: <laughs> Worley. Yes, Doctor Worley.
1: Okay, Oscar, tell us your Mount Rushmore of things that Australia has or does better that the United States does not have or All needs right. to improve. We're I'm going
2: we'll I'm to preface gonna... <laughs> this by saying we will not be offended. <laughs> I'm going to break some hearts here, but, um, okay. Coffee? Really? I'm sorry. Coffee in Australia is amazing. <laughs> What's, better? What's better about it? Uh, well, it's just completely different, really. It's like uh, kind of more like your your lattes and stuff instead of like I'm not a big fan of like the like the instant coffee, like the drip and stuff. Like, okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, sorry. sorry. Coffees. Work on that. Uh, surf. Okay. Surfing. Okay. So yeah. Surf like, John Crane. Yeah. Not a lot of surfing going on in Blacksburg. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big beach guy, so I only okay. lived like 10 minutes from the beach when I was in Sydney. So okay. that's it's, uh, that was a hard transition. I was about to say good on you for leaving. I probably. I did. know. <laughs> I know. Um, Outside of that, Uh, AFL. (laughs) That's one thing you guys don't have that's awesome. Um, What what else? There's got to be one more. Um, Let's think. Australian pizza. What? Mm, Stop. I know. You hate hate me for it. What is Australian pizza? What is that? Well, have you ever had an Australiana pizza? No. Where would I have gotten that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But... I, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Paint them. the picture. What's 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 different about it?
0: Now, didn't you have pizza when we went to uh, New York? You didn't have any pizza. No, when
2: you took me to New York... We just did bagels. We did bagels. Oh my gosh, bro. Are
0: <sighs> you kidding me? So you probably think Benny's is like the pinnacle of pizza. I mean, Benny's is like, you know, that's just like some well, bread you, with some
2: cheese and some, uh, you some have canned, canned tomato it. on it. <laughs> yeah, I have Benny's in the day and it's a little bit different from Benny's in the night, you know? I mean? It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah it's they're, true. They're, they're two very different animals. So what,
0: is Australian pizza still circular? Is it in the shape of Australia? Still
2: circular. I just love it. Have um, you ever had ant pizza? Yes. I not. love and pizza. Okay. I love it. And pizza. You pizza. It's <laughs> a big DC thing. Big okay. DC thing. Well, yeah. I would know a big DC thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Oscar, this has been... This has been a blast. Oh, I re- loved it. I really, <laughs> I really, I really, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, for uh, sure. Do you have any any shout outs? Anyone you want to um, send love to? We always give the opportunity. Any 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 shout outs? Shout outs back home. Uh, shout out my boy
2: Matei Sizz. Matei. Out, Matei is is your biggest fan. I must be his as well. I got to tell you, I, <laughs> he's got the scoops, man. Matei is awesome. Uh, so shout out to Matei for sure. Shout out to my boy Dalton Kane as well. He's about to go into Dalton. some pretty big things. That's Was that funny. tough? Yeah. That was tough. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. Didn't get to say goodbye properly. I saw he wrote you a cute little uh, love you, doll uh, yeah. note left Yeah that's nice Yeah, that yeah, was that, nice. That was, uh, that was a heartbreaker when I came back. On a post-it? A yellow post-it? No, I think it was just a white piece of paper on my <laughs> <bed>. <laughs> it was, the First thing I saw was on my pillow when I came up I was like, oh, that's pretty sad. <laughs> no, but uh, shout out to him. He's going to go and do huge things. That's yeah. awesome.
0: Well, we're excited to see you do huge things. We'll be back in Thailand soon. We'd love to do this again. Thank Amen. you so much for your time. I know see you're... Uh, Going to punt in uh, fifty-nine minutes. So what? We'll,
2: Forty-nine minutes. So we'll yeah. let you roll. Gonna go get some work in.
0: And uh, thanks for the couch this weekend. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank Not you. Not a problem at all. <laughs> Take care, Oscar. Thank you so much.